Okay, and uh, should be recording now. I'm going to show my screen. All right, can I just get um, this confirmation that you can see my screen now from somebody? Alexi, can you see my screen? Yep. Beautiful. All right, welcome everybody to uh, how yep, to increase. I can. Beautiful. How to increase the success of your business online. And uh, really what, uh, what we're going to be covering today is what makes uh, your business successful online. And um, what we've got the solutions for is in a few of these different topics. So I guess at the moment is are you struggling to get consistent amount of leads coming in via your website daily? Uh, we're going to have a look at that. I mean, are you struggling to know what are the, the most effective methods to drive traffic to your website? It's, it's really a, you know, one of those things that I always get asked a lot is what's the best way to do it, to do that. And and then lastly, I guess, are you missing out on business uh, simply because you have no idea about what makes, you know, being online effective. So uh, we've, uh, I've taken that challenge out of my hands because it's definitely not something I'm an expert in. And um, I've, uh, I've asked, and we've been fortunate enough to have uh, Alex to come along and he's going to run the session today. And what I mean run the session, I'm going to ask him all the questions that I get asked consistently from our clients, students, and people who attend our seminars. So uh, to paint a bit of the background picture, Lexi's been in the in this industry and a specialist for a long, long time. He's currently a great PT Wells brains behind our online strategies and lead generation. And really without Lexi, our business wouldn't do um, anywhere near, uh, I guess, the, the volume, the business or the amount of leads that we do currently get. So... Um, He's an internet marketing strategist and what he will do and what he does with businesses is he comes in there and looks at what are you trying to achieve? Is your website set up properly? Is it getting you the results that you're trying to do? What ways do you drive traffic to your website? And a lot more, of course. He'll do a way better job explaining that part than I will. Um, Google AdWords Certificate Partner. Uh, mate, while well, I've got you on the on the call, what does it actually mean? Is there, um, is there, is there something behind that that you have to... I guess, tick boxes on to become an AdWords? Yeah. Um, Google AdWords is the uh, Google um, Google's way of sort of um, getting you on the front page of Google with those paid ads. Um, being a certified partner basically means that you have to go through a step of processes to be certified. So I've done all the uh, tests and um, have worked with Google on a number of uh, things that they required me to work on to get that badge. So, yeah, it's... Um, it's pretty full on and um, basically gives you all the insights in terms of how Google works. Beautiful. Yeah, very handy to know. Um, next, best-selling author um, and an online lead generation specialist. And uh, uh, in, in our internet uh, secrets, mate, was one of the books that you um, you were you were in that was a number one bestseller. Yep. Uh, along with yep. a lot of people that I guess contribute to to making online a success. So. Uh, a real big deal, and if anybody knows what it takes to be, to be uh, in a number one bestseller or how many books you need to sell, it's, uh, it's 5,000 or more, so it's um, a very successful book. Um, mate, you've also been featured heavily in magazines uh, as, as the go-to expert in terms of you know why most you know, small business websites fail and everything to do with online, so we're really fortunate to have someone of uh, Alexi's experience uh, to be on the call today to really give us some guidance and answer some of those uh, questions that you may be um, totally lost in when it comes to the online side of things. 
So, mate, I'm going to kick off um, and firstly welcome and, and thanks for taking the time out of your busy schedule uh, to be with us today. No worries, mate. Happy to be here. And we've, um, we've, we've, you know, I've collected some of these uh, most commonly asked questions and uh, we'd love to get your insight and your opinion and I guess clear, clear some of these up for the people listening once and for all because, I mean, there's so many um, people that claim to be experts out there. So, um the first, first one, mate, is I guess how can business owners find out if their website is, is good or bad? That's one thing we get asked. Is, is this a good website or a bad website? Uh, oh, that's a, it's a really good question and uh, I think it's important to sort of uh, find out exactly what your website is like before doing any marketing because any, um, anyone basically says, well, I've got a website, let's drive some traffic to it. They go and try to do something like SEO or Google AdWords straight away and, you know, don't really get any good results. and they straight away think that you know it doesn't work. Nothing's really um, nothing really works in terms of what people are sort of suggesting, and um, basically become frustrated. Um, in order to become, uh, I guess, uh, good at you know internet marketing, you really need to sort of um, work on quite a few projects and uh, measure exactly the results that people get. Um, what really helps us measure the results is a uh, free uh, tool that. Google um, provides to pretty much anyone who likes it is uh, Google Analytics and uh, within Google Analytics there's quite a few parameters that you can um, measure the website by and um, the most important thing with a website is user experience and user experience is usually measured by how long people spend on your website, you know, whether they actually engage by the content of your website or not, um, if they go through more than one page you know, um, obviously if the information on your website is uh, good and engaging and uh, if people pretty much coming to your website they don't leave straight away and go somewhere else. Um, those are probably probably are the three main factors that uh, justify user experience. Obviously there's more to it but um, those three play a huge role and uh, within Google Analytics you can have a look straight away what uh, user engagement is like on your website. So. Um, if you have Google Analytics on your site, uh, have a look at your um, bounce rate, for example, which is the um, which is the um, property that measures uh, how quickly people leave your website. And if it's above sixty-five percent, then there is a problem with your content. Mm. Mate, also on that, because uh, I know when uh, you know we we first got you in and got you to overhaul everything, we were looking at we had, we did have a higher bounce rate. One of the things we identified is that um, we missed that period where. Um, well, one, we, we, we weren't aware of it, but we, we, we found out we had a lot of people viewing our stuff on their mobile phones um, mm. and our websites weren't geared up that way. So we, I guess we, based on what you're saying, if you don't have these statistics, it's hard to know a good web, website or a bad website. But we, um, we realised that uh, our websites, one, weren't mobile responsive and we had all these people, you know, flicking off, I, I think, due to that yeah. sales copy type of approach. Well. The mobile um, side of things, there's a huge point you just uh, touched on. Um, while a lot of the websites like yours have got good copy on it, um, a lot of the websites are not optimized for mobile and Create Wealth uh, originally was not set up for mobile and uh, what's actually interesting is that um, most of the traffic from mobile, uh, sorry, from Facebook, which is about you know, 85% of the traffic to websites that are being promoted by Facebook, um, they mobile. Uh, they they basically you know come, people come from mobile, mm. and um, what basically happens is while the content is good, people just can't read the content of the site. So it's crucial for you to see exactly what it is that you're giving to people and how they engage with the content. Um, and within analytics, once again, there is a um, there is a area that allows you to 
um, see what sort of devices they use and um, you know how they basically spend their time using that device. Yeah, that's great. Um, great, uh, great information too. And I remember it was a big eye opener for us when, when we um, we got onto this and you were you were showing this to us and going, well, it makes total sense now why you know maybe the leads have dropped off and you know we weren't getting the same response as we were like you know previous twelve months ago and you know once again yeah. like you're saying that the statistics if you don't have if you're not tracking the areas properly or you don't know what to track then you, you know you're really just guessing I mean if you got a typical landing page with a video and you're wanting people to put their name and email to um, access certain information you really have to um, test to see how that looks on the mobile because the process is just not straightforward uh, most people when they watch a video on their mobile they open up full screen and if you're referring to a particular opt-in uh, that people can't see it really doesn't make sense also, um, another thing is uh, if a video is fairly long, uh, on the mobile people usually won't spend the time, while on iPads and um, desktops people will spend all the time in the world because that would be the, um, uh, I guess, the setup that, that would, um, you know, that would be convenient for them to view that sort of information. Yeah, yeah, it makes total, that makes total sense. So, I mean, once again, it's, I guess, what you're saying, I'm, you know, without the statistics, is it a good bad website? You don't know, and uh, yeah, you've got no idea. You got no, you got no idea really. So it's more than just the um, like asking people going, "What do you think of my website? Does it look good?" And my normal response is, "I'm not really concerned about how it looks to some degree." More, uh, you know, my expression is, "Is it working for you?" Um, yeah, that's right. If you're not getting the leads and the contacts, and it's um, it doesn't really matter yep. so much. Uh, yeah, and um, with, with Google Analytics, another thing, I guess, is, um, you know, it depends, obviously, to what degree you want to go with, but uh, if, if you've got a form and most of the websites, uh, you know, should have a form on them, uh, you know, let's say a simple inquiry form, uh, capturing name, email, phone number, um, it's easy to set up uh, tracking for those particular forms, so you can actually see where uh, the inquiries are coming from. So let's say if you're doing a Facebook campaign or, let's say, a Google AdWords campaign, it would be important for you to know where that inquiry is coming from, so you can you can set up those conversion goals with Google um, Analytics as well. Yeah, that's important. Maybe that um, that I think we've moved into my next question for you, and that yeah. was Google Analytics because um, I, I mean we see a lot of trainers. You know, we, we have a lot of trainer students come through, and a lot of them know they've heard of it, Google Analytics, and they may have even connected, but they're not. They're just not measuring. So, is there anything more that we need to talk about on that in terms of measuring with Google Analytics? Or have we, have we... Oh, mate, I think it's a huge area, but uh, I don't want to sort of go too in-depth because uh, I would assume that people who never even saw Google Analytics before, they wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah. So um, I think I've given you probably enough of our key points for you to research. Um, but, um, yeah, I guess bounce rates, time on site, and having a look at the actual conversion goals yeah. uh, would probably be the top things to look at, and obviously uh, the actual devices as well. Yeah, and one of my, I guess one of my, um, you know, my hints and tips for people is like, you know, I guess one, they can, you know, start to get into this side of the educators or, you know, like for us, we, we really, you know, identify, we, we weren't the best people and nor did Brad and I or anybody else in our company really want to get good in that area. So that's why we, you know, seek out your expertise to go, what really should we be tracking and make sure we're set up correctly. And, uh, you know, when you look at it, the amount of hours we've taken me to get onto that versus just getting hiring an expert like yourself. Um, it made sense. Uh, so I guess that's yeah. a personal choice again. Hey, if you want to sit there slogging away hours after hours trying to figure that stuff out, or do you just get someone who's already you know up to speed with it? I mean, as an entrepreneur, I'm always going to do the latter. <laughs> I'm not going to yeah, that's right. Figure that out. Um, 
Mate, the next question that uh, you know often comes up quite a bit, and, and, and even before online, it used to be offline as well, which is, you know, what are the best marketing tactics to use, you know, is it Google Ads or Facebook, you know, um, what's your what's your uh, advice on that? Well, um, it really depends on who the target market is. A lot of people have no idea, um, you know, who they're actually trying to target. And I guess the best question, you know, to, is, is to really ask yourself, who is my ideal customer? Is it, you know, men, women, a certain age, where are they located? And, I mean, it might sound like pretty uh, basic information, but it's crucial to setting up uh, campaigns, especially for things like Facebook. Um, a lot of people have no idea that when you set up a campaign on Facebook, you can target specifically men or women. You could target people by their age, location, interests, you know, uh, marital status, and uh, you can really uh, come up with quite a specific uh, campaign. Um, I would assume, I would basically say that um, it really depends on how people will be searching for you. Um, so, for example, with your customers, um, I found that uh, in terms of personal training, the keyword personal trainer is um, when you type that in, a lot of the uh, training organizations come up that do personal training as a course. Yeah. So, um, there's really no point competing for that against those people because uh, it's non-specific. People looking for personal trainer, not necessarily actually looking to get a personal trainer. They might be looking for very general information, as opposed to something like you know uh, CrossFit or yeah. let's say MMA, uh, which would be you know real specific, especially if people looking in a specific area. So let's say CrossFit South Brisbane or something like that. People looking for that will have a uh, higher intent to actually engage your services as opposed to you know looking for uh, keyword personal trainer. So. Um, with Facebook, you'd be uh, basically targeting people by their interests. So ads would be sh would be showing to people based on what they actually put into their profiles. With Google, on the other hand, uh, it's pretty much what people type into type into Google, which is the search type of advertising. So either one of those methods is quite good, but you obviously have to start somewhere. And once again, you got to test and measure. Um, surprisingly, I've seen quite a few people have uh, really good success with Gumtree ads. And uh, what happens with Gumtree actually is uh, when you put together your ad, the ad actually ends up featured in Google as well because the website is very much Google friendly. Okay. The um, I guess the only thing that uh, I find um, that a lot of people don't follow is the format of the ad. It's very important to use the main keywords in the title and the body of the actual ad. So if let's say if you're doing uh, let's say CrossFit training in South Brisbane, for example. If you make that your headline of a Gumtree ad, you'll start ranking in Google straight away. So the exposure of that ad will be a lot greater. So, um, you know, initially I wouldn't say just focus on one marketing strategy. I would select, let's say, three. And uh, with, you know, each one of those three strategies, try to get a nice volume of traffic to your website. Measure exactly where they're coming from and measure what those people do and uh, focus on the strategy that brings you, obviously, the most results. That would be my, my, my um, advice to you. That's great. Yeah, it's excellent. Because uh, like there's like, like you were saying, there's not just one best way. It's uh, having a few different ways. And also then, once again, you've got to be able to test and measure and make sure that you can track all that because you're going to be investing money in ads or you know promotions that you, re you really do have to be able to go, what's the return on my investment? Uh, yeah, that's right. With that, with that gum tree, so you're saying um, if someone was going to write you know, the description or the headline from the ad, then uh, it'd be a good idea to have some of the keywords in that headline and then also yep. within the copy. So you're saying if it's, are you saying like even um, the, the location or whereabouts you are? 
Like I said, you're yeah, in South that's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so just think of it as a piece of content that Google would pick up. So if your title was just, let's say, ABC Fitness, you'd come up for ABC Fitness in Google. So, and that wouldn't really mean anything, but if you made your headline, let's say, CrossFit um, training at South Brisbane, that would actually come up in, in uh, Google straight away and people would click on that because it would be more specific. Yeah, okay, that's great. Well, awesome tip there, for, especially anybody who's doing Gumtree or wants to uh, embark upon Gumtree. And my, my, my understanding, mate, is Gumtree is quite uh, cost-effective. It's uh, reasonably inexpensive. Yeah, that's right. Well, you can get a free ad and um, if you want to do a paid ad, I think it's something like you know $8 a week or something like that. So it's uh, definitely worth giving a crack. Yeah, okay, that's fantastic. Um, next, uh, next one is questions should open up to who the target market is. Um, is when I guess what I'm what I'm asking there is is there any kind of questions that um, we should open you know to look at who the target market is when we're you know looking at doing some kind of online specific marketing or niche marketing? Yeah, that's a great question actually. Um, yeah, look once again uh, a lot of business owners have really no idea uh, what they target audiences, they just think, well, we just keep working with the same people and that's pretty much it. Um, you got to really look at uh, the sort of problems that you're solving. So um, I'll give you an example. Um, with a lot of personal training, um, you'll find that uh, it's mainly women are wanting to um, look good who sort of look actively for personal trainers. You won't find many guys who sort of just say, oh, you know, I'm trying to become, you know, all, all pumped up and I really need a bit of help with that. Um, you got to sort of understand the, the mentality and uh, what really people are really trying to achieve. So, as a target market, uh, you'd be looking, let's say, at um, women, certain age, let's say, 30 to 40, um, who might be um, you know, recovering after you know giving birth, and um, that would be a particular um, you know profile um, that you could target. In terms of you know questions to ask, um, I think you can always do things like surveys. And um, the easiest thing you can start with is your existing mail database or your Facebook fan page. So if you got let's say you know 30 or 40 people uh, that would respond, uh, that would be enough sampling data for you to start. So just trying to get some, um, I guess, uh, opinions from uh, people around you who understand what you do would be great. As um, most business owners, the biggest mistake I think they're making is um, they make too many assumptions, mm. and they think, "Well, this is this is my target market, or this is exactly what I want to target." You really sort of got to get a few um, opinions before you um, before you start with that. And yeah. um, in in terms of uh, in terms of addressing that audience, uh, I think uh, it's best to uh, start with wants, fears, and frustrations. So, what, what do your customer what do your customers actually want? Uh, do they want to sort of lose weight or do they want to sort of look better? Um, there's a big difference in that and you would basically uh, put all your marketing material differently if you could uh, focus on just one of those. Um, you know, fears, uh, what, what, are your, um, what are your customers fearing? Are they thinking, well, you know, I'm going to do this program, I'm not really going to achieve the results? That's their fear. So you have to reassure um, your marketing collateral with uh, maybe some case studies or give them a guarantee and frustrations. Um, you know, people perhaps um, tried something before, it didn't work for them, um, you know, it seems straightforward to them, yet they haven't really achieved any results. So if you address wants, fears and frustrations in your marketing collateral and uh, try to work out your target uh, audience and um, uh, give it, a, I guess, a, a good go with your marketing, um, that would be a really good way to start. 
So once again, you can say, oh, I mean, what I'm getting for you, mate, and, and uh, I know this only too well myself, is it's just so important to, you know, it's when you've got your website online, online present, that you're very clear on, um, you know, who it is you're trying to target and those things, like what are their fears, frustrations and desires and That's right. how you then you work hard to provide the um, information or the data or whatever that uh, will help yep. overcome those things. and unless you do a good job of that, there's going to be a real disconnect between your, your marketing, getting people to your website and having them taking some action. Yep. So cool. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Um, next, uh, one of the, the questions that um, I guess, you know, people ask me or they'll ask Brad or they'll ask, you know, no doubt yourself is how much should a, a business be spending on marketing? You know, is there some, some rule of thumb that you've figured out or there's some that you use or recommend? What's, what's your take on that, mate? Well, I've had a look at uh, some industry standards in terms of you know small businesses, and um, the sort of figures that I got was um, you know if a business wanted to get some steady work coming through uh, once they done the initial marketing, uh, they should be budgeting anywhere between um, you know four to seven percent of their uh, revenue, yeah. and um, you know to grow the business, uh, a business should be spending ten to fifteen percent of their marketing. Um, so basically, let's say for businesses. Um, let's say um, you know, turning over 100 grand a year, you should be spending 10 or 15 grand on your advertising uh, to get more business and growing the business. And um, I think with that budget, obviously, it allows you to do a lot more things. The main yeah. thing, once again, is to tr to track and uh, see exactly how that um, amount is being spent. You just don't want to sort of burn that on something that you can't measure. Um, I'm personally not against uh, print advertising, but I find that it's very frustrating where you sort of uh, make references back um, to your website through the printing materials, for example, and then um, on your analytics it just comes through as direct. People just typing in your um, your uh, you know website address. So um, just got to be a little bit more creative with that, and um, yeah, once again try to track everything. Yeah, that sounds um, great. It's good uh, good statistics, and it makes um, definitely makes sense to me. Uh, you know, like I guess as you evolve and you. And you do, uh, you know, you do start making more profit in there. I guess once you've got the marketing side of the damn pat and you know what you're doing in that area, uh, you know, it only makes sense. You're going to have to reinvest, I guess, back into the business. And we've definitely experienced that over the years. Great pick your wealth. Um, that's for sure. Yep. Um, mate, next is uh, AdWords uh, budget calculator. Um, one thing that's popped up, I'm not really that familiar with that myself. So maybe you can shed some light on what is that? Um, there is a tool. Um called Google Keyword Planner. Um, it comes as a, um, a standard with any um, Google AdWords account, so you can check that out, Google Keyword Planner. Uh, it gives you rough estimates in terms of what the actual keywords are costing, but the uh, estimate is really not that, um, not that accurate. Um, now, I've actually put together a bit of an AdWords uh, budget calculator myself, uh, which I'd be sort of happy to share with uh, attendees of this webinar. Um, it basically allows me to um, uh, you know, put in a particular figure in terms of what the uh, business owner would, um, I guess, uh, spend on marketing and how much should be going towards, you know, let's say cost per click advertising. So um, I, I guess it's a it's a pretty handy exercise that I've put together. And uh, I guess from the um, from the last uh, seminar, today's seminar that we did, a lot of people have asked me about the AdWords budget calculator. So you probably got that question from there. Yeah, mate, mate, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, it's, uh, it wasn't something that I was at for me with myself, but I remember, um, you know, it's come up a few times. Uh, mate, next question, uh, email marketing. Uh, I guess 
where to start with it all? Because I know a lot of our uh, own personal students, they'll go, look, I've got a database of people, I've got some lists up. Um, but then what I find is that there's a lot of people that aren't necessarily, you know, emailing out to their list. So maybe hints and tips on the email marketing side of things. Well, email marketing is a huge um, topic, and I guess uh, established businesses would have a huge database um, of um, past customers that they probably have never even interacted with. Um, I think that um, you know, if you do have an established database uh, of emails, names and emails, that's all you need. You can use a tool uh, like Mailchimp, and um, it, the tool basically allows you to import all of your contacts and send them a broadcast email. Um, I would recommend, first of all, to keep those emails very simple. So don't try to make them super duper, um, you know, in terms of look and feel. Try to keep them very personal, just like the emails that you'd normally receive. Address people by name. Uh, there is a personalization field which allows you to sort of um, address everyone by their name. So it says, hi, let's say Jason, and uh, the whole email will be personalized to that. And um, just uh, Email people about the things that you're currently doing. If, if your business has changed, if you move location, if you've got any new staff or anything like that, those sort of things will really help you connect with your audience. Don't try to just send an email to sell something. Try to make an email to connect. And um, a really uh, powerful way to, um, I guess, uh, work with email is to invite people across to, let's say, Facebook. Whenever you get your mail, um, whenever you get your customer list, on email and Facebook, you've got more chances to sort of interact with them. Um, you know, obviously, people spend their time in different um, media differently, but um, I, I find that sometimes people might be very uh, quiet with when it comes to um, email, but on Facebook, they'd be sort of liking and commenting on lots of things. So, you know, something like that would be an easy way to start. If you don't have a, um, if you don't have an existing uh, list of customers. I would recommend uh, putting a name and email capture form on your website and offer them um, you know, something of value. Don't just go free report and that's it. Try to um, you know, engage people uh, with something that might complement your business. For personal trainers, I've found that um, you know, if you're doing, let's say, a, um, um, some sort of assessment, free assessment, you know, call it in a complimentary assessment um, session and get people to put their name, email, and phone number to uh, sort of book that. Um, what also works very well is putting a urgency factor on that, just saying, you know, there's a certain number of um, uh, places available, or if there, is a, um, if there is a date when this particular offer expires as well. So I guess those are probably the two ways I would start with uh, email marketing. Yeah, that's awesome. That's excellent. Great tips on that, mate. And uh, I, I'd agree 100%. And really about building that relationship and, and doing it consistently more than anything. So, um, my next is uh, contacting past customers and upselling. Uh, there's, you know, I know there's a lot of people that um, we, we once again speak to at the seminars and they go, yeah, we've had clients that, you know, we haven't contacted for you know six months a year and they've got no idea what they're up to, where where they are, what they're doing. Um, yep. And they're just sitting there because I guess a lot of people can fall into the trap of going, I'm looking for the new client yep. um, all the time. So, you know, instead of going, well, look, I've got actually a database of people that um, have been sitting there. They were a client of mine a while ago, um, but I've just forgotten about them. So what's what's your, um, I guess, feedback on that? Well, first of all, I think that a lot of businesses like personal trainers, for example, they, um, they don't realize that there's a huge... Um, 
there's a huge market uh, that piggybacks off what they have to offer. So let's say a personal trainer might be actually providing the service, but they don't provide any nutritional advice in regards to what supplements to use, um, you know, maybe even clothing or, you know, uh, some sort of gear um, that could be utilized. And uh, first of all, you know, it's not a matter of, I guess, selling that straight away, but it's more about, I guess, uh, being expert in terms of, um, you know, advising in those sort of areas. And uh, if it really can complement what, um, what, what you do as a personal trainer, I think that will bring people back to you. And um, once people sort of start engaging you in those sort of conversations, you know, what would you recommend doing with that? Uh, and how can that sort of help, um, help customers achieve their uh, particular goals? Uh, I think you'll have uh, other streams in your business. A lot of people, um, you know, they don't just want to sort of lose weight. They want to sort of stay um, stay healthy and stay fit as well and um, it's not about sometimes it's not about just solving what the what the customer is inquiring um, for straight away but it's more about the long-term sort of goal as well so um, I've seen um, I've seen a lot of personal trainers um, you know do sort of goal-setting sessions and I think that leads into a whole um, different sort of area uh, of business and I've seen lots of uh, personal trainers that sort of uh, resell uh, supplements and other products and do really well off that as well. So once again, you know, you can use email marketing, Facebook or whatever is easier to sort of uh, tap into that market. Jason? Well, I think we lost Jason for a minute. I was just, uh, I just, uh, I just had to mute myself because it was a bit of background noise. That's all. So, my, okay, you know, that's no excellent. And um, yeah, I, I mean, once again, I, I think if, if anybody does have past clients that uh, they haven't spoke to, been in contact with, hadn't followed up some time, it's really important. And I've lost count amount of times we recommended our students to do that, uh, even if it's a phone call. You know, just to follow up, check in, say good day. You know, what's how things going and. But, you know, are they, is it a time now for them to get back, you know, into some kind of training with you? It's um, it's really what I would call the low-hanging fruit and, you know, something that's, you know, worth the time and effort to do. Uh, next, mate, is what, what to put on a website, really, in terms of content. So, you know, we're sitting there, we've got a website, and if we're doing it ourselves or someone else is doing it, and I guess really what, what needs to be on there, I know there's a lot of uh, confusion out there about what people should or shouldn't have on there you know, prices, all yep. that kind of stuff. Um, what's your take on that, mate? Well, um, I think that's a great question, first of all. Um, when people, um, well, whenever you come to a website and you see, you know, welcome to ABC Fitness and there's bugger all information about where they're based, what they really do, you know, it's, it's really not that helpful. The idea is really, um, you know, within the shortest time period to uh, address exactly why that particular customer or visitor is uh, on your website in the first place. So if you're doing any, um, if you're doing any, uh, let's say, marketing specifically for, let's say, personal training at South Brisbane, that's what the page where you drive people should be all about. And uh, it's more about, you know, what else should people know about your business? Is it you who basically conducts the actual service? Uh, is it your personal trainers? So. Just think about what other questions may arise when people look at your website. Um, you know, perhaps there should be some guarantees. Okay, perhaps you should be looking for some case studies or testimonials. Um, you know, particularly in personal trainer business, or maybe you know, 
any uh, service-based business that uh, works on a sort of quote uh, type of system and um, people can be a little bit judgmental towards pricing, I would recommend leaving prices out. Get people to inquire first and uh, when you get an inquiry, that's where you sort of start making, um, you know, that contact with the customer and that's what actually really delivers the sale. So if someone just calls you up and says, how much does that cost? That's a really short conversation that doesn't really get you very far as opposed to, you know, do you do you provide that particular service? How does it work? What sort of uh, results would I get? I think it's uh, very important to sort of take conversation in that sort of channel and if you could put uh, content on the website to uh, complement that or get people to ask the right questions, that's what I'd basically use. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that thing about the, not, the, the prices and we, I mean, anyone who's been to our seminars will know that we're big on, you know, not putting prices on there because like you said, if that's the only information you're giving and people just making a, a, a decision based on price alone. Uh, so, yeah, I, you know, I agree 100% what you're saying. You want to get people's curiosity. You want to get people to be interested, to want to find out more, to actually make that first step and take some commitment and contact you uh, first and foremost. Uh, my example is, you know, if it's offline or online, same thing. When I had my gym and we opened it up, had no idea about, you know, this side of the business, you know, had no idea that I was actually in a marketing and sales business. And, you know, people would walk up, you know, come and ask for how much, you know, was to join the gym. I'd hand them a flyer and just wave them off back down the stairs, you know, never never to be seen again. It was, um, it was a rare person who actually came back. Um, but then once we started learning about this, idea was no prices, no flyers given out, no nothing and uh, when people would walk in off the street we'd be asking them similar stuff what you were saying, what are they actually, you know, what are they interested in, what are they trying to achieve, you know, what was it that they were really wanting um, versus just going and giving them a price list which is wholly unaffected. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, my next is uh, uh, some expert advice, you know, blogging, off offers, things like that. Um, I'd love to get your insight and take about doing things like that. Okay. Well, um, I, I think that, uh, I personally think that everyone, um, you know, who obviously is serious about their business, uh, they're an expert in what they do, or at least they should be. Um, there's no point, you know, offering advice to other people if you don't really specialize in, in that area. Um, what I guess, um, you know, this, this, um, this part would be about is, uh, you know, how do you complement content and how do you reinforce, reinforce that with some expert advice and some credibility? Um, a lot of people um, go along the path of blogging and using social media, but uh, I guess they really have no, um, uh, they've got no um, you know, strategy uh, along with that. Um, if you haven't got a strategy, if you're really busy, you know, just delivering your personal training services, but you sort of do stand by someone like, you know, Michelle Bridges, for example, um, I think it's a great idea to sort of uh, bounce off exactly what they say and uh, use their expert advice for um, your customers because, you know, if your customers do follow, for example, what Michelle Bridges says and uh, you are able to sort of um, uh, reinforce that and uh, help uh, your customers achieve those results, I think that's important. And if you could write about things uh, sort of reiterating the message of what Michelle would be saying and um, the sort of tips that she's be giving, um, I think that really, um, that's really a nice way to, um, to do that and, um, you know, sort of helps you, um, you know, get the content rolled out in a, in a simple, in a simple way. In terms of offers, um, I think that's a huge question actually. In terms of offers, um, 
anything that would get uh, someone motivated enough to pick up the phone and call you, something that's burning, something that um, you know, would resonate with um, what they're actually wanting to achieve, would be awesome. And I think maybe co combining um, your offers with uh, expert advice, let's say if um, yeah, Michelle Bridges, for example, has got a 12-week challenge right now and there's certain um, points that she's trying to address, I think uh, maybe building offers around some of those things, people might be able to relate to that. I mean, obviously, it'd be very hard for everyone to jump on the Michelle Bridges program, but you could perhaps offer them something very similar. And, um, you know, it, once again, it comes down to value, urgency factors, and most importantly, achieving the goals that customers wanting to achieve. Yeah, that's great. And uh, the, thing that, yeah, the thing that... Um, the thing that we've found over the years, mate, even you know, with the blogging and becoming the expert and doing reports and YouTube videos and all those uh, all those kind of things, is that uh, what what amazed me is that when I we'd actually meet someone in person at our seminars or expos and things like that, uh, I lost count the amount of times people said, "Oh, you've been I've been reading your blogs on your website consistently. I've watched your YouTube channels, followed you on Instagram, you know, all these different things and." Uh, you know, what we've found is what it does is it helps to build that relationship and it helps to, to position us as the experts and provide that trust and, you know, people really get to know you before they've even spoke to you or considered to do business with you. So that's the one thing that I, we've really found has been important to do it. It's one of those things that um, personally when we first started, we, you know, we were thinking, oh, it's just, just another thing that we have to do and that's back to, I guess, your um, what you were saying about having actual a strategic plan around it, know why you're doing it. Um, but it's one of those things that for us, we found that people do search for you online. They do look for what you have to say and they, they really are doing their research to, to find out if they like you before they even pick up the phone and talk about doing business with you. Yep. Yeah, I'm not That's sure. exactly right. Yeah. So very important uh, to do that. Um, I guess, mate, uh, uh, my, uh, my only last question for you is, is there any other, you know, I, I guess final advice, information, tips that you would normally, uh, I, I guess, give to somebody in terms of if they're, if they're currently, currently not, sorry, I'm not cut out then, currently not getting the success. Sorry, Jason, I think I just lost you there for a moment. Cool, I'll just repeat it. Uh, I guess my last final question, is there any uh, lasting advice that you would, you would give to somebody who's maybe going, look, I've got no idea online, uh, my website, well, I've got a website, it's not performing, I haven't, I'm not doing any of the stuff that we just talked about today on, on today's webinar. Is there any uh, advice that you'd normally give? Well, um, I guess uh, the biggest thing in my opinion is um, many business owners, they, um, they make the assumption that, uh, you know, if something has worked for someone else, it will work for them straight away and they try to repeat exactly what their competition have done or they basically try to repeat something that someone else has done and they try to do it themselves. Um, a lot of those uh, things require expert, um, you know, expertise and um, obviously understanding of what needs to be done, how it needs to be done and how it can be measured as well. Um, I think it's worthwhile getting an expert to help out with things like your content, your artwork, you know, Google AdWords, Facebook, to get it done properly and then from there you'll see proper results as opposed to, you know, just trying to do something yourself or getting, you know, one of your friends to do it for you and then saying, yeah, it's, it's worked to some degree or hasn't worked. Just the um, percentage of, um, you know, I guess success stories where people try to do things themselves is, is really a lot lower as opposed to, you know, people getting things done professionally. Um, I guess that would be my only um, 
uh, advice uh, from here. Um, but yeah, just um, try to sort of make your uh, make your own mistakes and learn from them, as opposed to you know just look at someone else and say, oh yeah, it's 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 worked for them or it hasn't worked for them, and that's how it's going to be for me. I would agree. It's uh, I think it's a natural human instinct when you're you know you're in your business starting up or you're just trying to save some money. You have corners. You just try to do it yourself. But I've done both ways, and and believe me, the amount of money actually cost me. I've seen it cost other people by trying to do that. You know, it, it, it far outweighs what it actually ends up costing you to, to get an expert to do it when you actually break it down. Uh, so yeah, I, I would totally agree, and that's why I guess people come to see us as personal trainers because you know they could go and learn it all themselves. They could go and study, research, all the rest of it. But there's a lot of reasons why people just se seek out an expert first and foremost. So um, really, from my perspective, what now? Look, listening uh, only to this webinar won't put cash in your pockets. You know, just listening to this webinar, it's not going to increase the profits in your business or the lifestyle you desire. It's definitely not going to give you the new cars that you want, the holidays, or the home of your dreams or desires. Uh, and so that's not going to be the case. And I'd do you a disservice if that's where we left it. So instead, what I want to, you to experience, those of you on the call, is the very best way to make your dreams and goals a reality. So I'd like you to come and experience how your business and your bank account will grow and can grow. I want you to experience the thrill of having an ever-increasing number of people wanting to use your services and, and pay you, you know, for the privilege of doing so. So really want to, uh, what we've done is worked hard at going, how do we best help you achieve this? How do we give you the best possible education and service? Um, and, you know, really today was about introducing you to this concept and this idea. So if you'd like to have, a, you know, increase the profits and income in your business, if you'd like to have a predictable method for getting new leads, have a website that is actually designed to make you money and not just cost it or, or sit sit there doing nothing. Um, know how to use Facebook to gain new clients and really look at having a step-by-step -step form for success online because once it's set up and it's there, then I think you're going to be excited by what I've got to, you know, to, uh, I guess, invite you to. We're um, What we want to do is we're inviting a, a small selected group of people to join us at our two-day seminar um, and that's coming up on the 11th and 12th of September, so only a few weeks away. And look, you know, in my opinion, this this is a very rare thing that we do. Uh, we've never run this before. We ran it uh, a number of months ago with Alex uh, for our internship students, and we wanted to make this available to not only our own students, but uh, also people just on our database that we know really need access to this information. The best part about it is it's personalised and, and specialised for our fitness industry. Um, it could be for any uh, different area, but we're, we're tailing it specifically so it, it talks to the personal trainer and the personal training business. Uh, the times for those two days are 9pm to 5pm uh, both days. It is in Brisbane, it's at the Chalk Hotel, and uh, regardless if you're in Sydney, Melbourne, if you're listening from some other part of the world here, I really recommend taking that time and energy to get there. It's, it's what you invest in yourself and your business that's going to determine your bank balance. So I would not allow that to be a, a roadblock for you getting yourself along to this workshop, especially if you know that it's a big issue for you at the moment in your business and something that needs to be really worked on to get a better return. The normal cost of that workshop to do that, it would be 597 to attend. And even that, in my opinion, is, is very uh, cheap, knowing Alexi, knowing his, his experience, his knowledge, and what he's going to give to you over those two days. However, we're doing a once-off special for just $97 uh, to be able to come along and attend that workshop. So uh, this is where Alexi's going to unravel everything that you need to know in great, in great detail for two whole days. So you've had a small taste of just 
over the last, say, 40 minutes. But two days, we're going to knuckle down, we're going to get it get it in place, and he's going to unravel his blueprint for making sure that you get the success you need online. Now, the uh, easiest way that we can do this for you to take advantage of this offer is um, simply message me um, now. Just message me and say, yes, I would like to get my hands on a ticket. Um, what we'll do is we'll have someone contact you from our office. Uh, even if you're not sure or you just want to, you want, do want to talk about um, in, in more details about the workshop, I just encourage you to message, message, message me now um, so we can get in contact with you. Um, or if for some reason you're listening to this and you're not in front of your computer and you, that's something you can't do, then what you need to do is contact us at our office and that's at Lynn at createptwealth.com.au and what we'll be able to do is we'll be able to follow up with you and, and just say, look, I really want to attend that two-day uh, online business building seminar that you guys are running in Brisbane. So that's the best way to do it. Look, I really in, in encourage you to take this first step to secure your business and financial future. Um, I can promise you that it's going to be uh, a really big missing part in your business if you haven't got this sorted already. Uh, Alexi, I'd love to uh, mate. Just once again, thank you for your time, your uh, your knowledge. I know how long and hard you've been at this stuff for, and uh, I'm looking forward to having you join us for the two days. Uh, for those of you once again are going to be uh, coming along, really looking forward to to having you at that event, and uh, you know come ready with all the questions, all the current concerns, frustrations you have about your business, and we'll we'll definitely make sure that you get the information that you require and the education you need. Um, all right, mate. Well, that's it from us. I hope you've enjoyed the content that Alexi's been able to deliver to you and uh, look forward to seeing you all, if not at the next workshop, uh, you know, the next webinar or podcast we do. All right. Thanks very much. Thanks, Alexi. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, guys. Right. Bye.